All right. We're here once again. Chump Pod episode nine. It's freaking championship week. We have finally made it after all the talk, all the smack, all the back and forth. Fucking here, fellas. Chip week. I thought I was writing solo, but I guess not. We got Dookie here. We got Dan here. It's going to be a small group today, but we're going to try to make the most of it. We got no script, no agenda. We're just raw emotion and excitement getting ready for championship week. All right, so I'm just going to recap real quick what happened last week in the semis. We had two big matchups. Aaron played Dan um, and Brian played Steve. First matchup, Aaron defeated Dan 153-116. Unfortunately, the the famous Dan Dworkin defense did not live up to its hype. Dan, how does it feel? Honestly, I thought I was doing a great job defending during that the first literally three and a half plus quarters of that game. I mean, they had like three point eight points combined halfway through the third. Like, I mean, you, you couldn't have asked for a better start. And then everything just went way down south when Jeff Saturday decided to blow chunks. I'm not saying it's. I thought it was going to come to a point where they were going to bench Cook. And Dude, like, think about think about this. I was thinking about it. So Nick Chubb, Stefan Diggs. Um, Devontae Adams all combined for 24 points with his tight end, Firemuth, having zero, and he still put up 153. This team is freaking ridiculous. Aaron, and you have an absolute he, god squad. And if you think about it, also, like the funny thing is, like, fantasy football, like, being Hardy's team this week would have bullshit to bet against Aaron. Like, Hardy put up less than me. Yeah. I don't think Hardy put up 100. No. <laughs> no. Did Hardy so, win? Like, no. No. I don't think so. I think Emory beat him, but it's like, like in fantasy, it's weird. You could go to one. We we literally beat him one sixty four to one sixty three, and then the next week we both shot the bed. I mean, that's that's fantasy, right? It's just it's absolute crapshoot. You just never know. Oh, it's all. I mean, that's the majority of it is all locked. Unless you have something like Aaron's team is like a you know for sure thing. Like like Josh Allen's a lock getting twenty plus every time. Yeah, like a lock, like every game. Yeah, speaking of crapshoot. Brian Danoff has experienced the crapshoot for the past what? 10 I feel years. I feel bad for him, man. It's considering you're just shitting Brian's. I <laughs> in the chat. Brian. Yeah, autocorrect. Uh, I was saying I was trying to shit my brains out, but I was shitting Brian. <laughs> Do we think Brian would have beaten Steve if JT played that game? Probably. No, I think so. Yeah, because I think uh, how much did he lose by? How much did he lose by? Twenty three or twenty six, something like that. I think it was. I'm not gonna like. I don't. I don't know if he would have gotten that, but he would have had nah, a good. Nah, I don't think he would have gotten that. He would have been closer. But... Dude, but hands down, Brian is the unluckiest. Like Andrew, but also Mark Andrews lost Lamar. Like I mean, he's just had things like ever since like to... week eight. Andrew's Andrew been shit. Just like plateaued, and it kept going down. Like I, I traded for him in another league. Let me read that. Let me read Andrews to you. I traded for him in another league. I traded. Before it was the week before D Hop got back. I traded D Hop and Higby for Andrews and like Isaiah McKenzie or something like that. And ever since I traded for Andrews, he's gotten this was since week seven. He put up point four, six point three, missed two games, and one of them including the bye. Had twelve point three, eleven, nine point four, three point seven, and then six point one. Yeah, he's only good as Lamar. Takes him, you know, like but he did so well with Huntley last year when the same thing happened. Yeah, like, I, I think, think I, in, like, I Andrews think, exploded. 
I think the problem also is, I mean, they've been playing teams who have good defenses too, so it's not exactly like it's a cakewalk. Like, I got Andrews this week in another league, and I'm like, here's another fucking six points out of his ass. Like, I got Andrews in my Nova League. I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, – But, like, who are you starting over him, honestly? Like, you can't bench Mark yeah, Andrews. I have, I have Cole Komet on my bench, but there's no way in hell I'm going to start anyone over Mark Andrews other than Travis Kelsey. He's because you know what's going to happen, right? You're going you're to sit Mark Andrews, and he's going to have a huge game. And it's just going to happen. I'm going to play him, and he's going to suck, so I'm going to have to he's just – still the tight end, too. Yeah, I know that, but that, that's, that's a product of how shit the tight end position is in general. But he also he also exploded in the beginning of the season. He put up like 10, 25, 28, 3, 22, 23. Yeah, so his, his usual numbers with Lamar. Like, he, he cooks when Lamar's on the field, so. but Yeah, Brian Danoff is officially cursed. Of, yeah, he's officially cursed. He took the L, 152 to 126. Steve uh, is going back to the championship. I think this is his fourth championship appearance. Um, looking That's for his second, looking for a second ring. Um, obviously he's gonna have to run through an undefeated Duke squad. Right now the chip is set at a one uh three oh four to two ninety seven projections in favor of Duke. We run a two week championship, so just because someone wins this week does not mean that they win the chip. It's all about the long game. Um, and I just fucking pray Stevie doesn't win. I'm sorry. I I that kid. The last time he won a championship was so fucking annoying with all of his I also stuff. do I also want to say just real quick about the playoffs. I think I wanted to make a rule change and we could run a buyer league. But since they had added that extra week onto the season, all the buys go to week fourteen. So I think we should push the playoffs back one more week. Because, like, this year, even though I won that my would, first That round, would mean we would do a one week championship. Right. Yeah, like yeah. we're normal. Because this this year though, like think about it. Like in the first playoff matchup, like eight of my guys, like six of my guys, were on a bye. Like in the playoffs, usually no one is. And it's just, it's just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying we have to do it. But the other thing is, if you were to keep it a two week championship, week 18 is notorious for starters sitting, especially playoff yeah. teams. So like, you don't want to do that. So you might as like, you might as well make week 17 the one week chip. Um, but just yeah, because, like, just because you're playing with the buys, that's the only issue. Like Joe, let's say you make the playoffs next year, right? And let's say like. Herbert and Burrow, like, you're both on a bike. Like, you're fucked. Oh, I'd be sick. Yeah. Obviously, I'd have nobody. I'd lose. But, um, like, so, like, you, like, you make it to the playoffs and you have to still deal with buys, I think is kind of a. Yeah. You want to avoid that as best as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's just a question of whether the league wants to go back to the one week championship. I mean, like we said, fantasy is such a crapshoot. Do guys want to be like, yeah, fuck it? Because the two week gives you so much room and it also makes it interesting. It like treats it like a series. Like, Steve could beat Aaron this week, but. You know, Aaron still has a chance to come back in the series next week. Well, and that's what I was talking to Steve about. I said, I said, so, but let's say if like Steve's ahead of Aaron, like let's say Aaron loses to be probably 40. Like Aaron's team can legit put up, like Diggs could put that up with Allen and by themselves. So, yeah. Well, Duke's, you don't know. Duke's matchup comes down to Diggs and Allen on a Monday night game against the Bengals and what looks to be a shootout with a high, uh, a high line being set. But I mean, this chip is going to be super interesting. I think overall, just the star talent on both sides is pretty good. I mean, both teams are very deep. Both teams have great running backs, great quarterback play, great receivers. The tight end play is mediocre, but honestly, like, I think that gets overshadowed by just how good these teams are. But, you know, it's crazy how we thought Brian was going to be in there. And it, it, it's Steve instead. I legit thought Brian was definitely my pick to win in all this year. Well, Eric picked Brian. Usually Eric's right. So that's an interesting one. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I mean, my pick is Duke. I'm team Duke. I know some people are team Hareki. Some people think that Hareki's an underdog. When Hareki doesn't act like an underdog. Hareki always acts like he's the favorite. See, Stevie texted me a while ago. He said, oh, who do you think – like, who do you really want to win? And I said, well, you know, if it was really up to me, I said, I hope they both lose. And that could not be more true. I still hope they both lose somehow. But, you know, not just me. <laughs> Everyone – every player dies. The end. No, 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 not that. I just hope they both lose somehow. I don't know how it's possible. Oh, Hardy's here. Hardy is in the building. The Fortuitous Kingdom. You came to six this year. That's pretty good. What's going on, boys? What's up, Hardy? Yeah, haircut. It's a big haircut. Hardy's just always looking dapper. He's ready to go. Yeah, fucking has him ever. So, what's going on? What are, what are the predictions for this week? I mean... We haven't really made predictions. We kind of just like spitting our feelings. Obviously, you know, I'm team Duke. Dan is really impartial about both of them. Aaron's obviously rooting for himself because he's playing. That's obvious. Um, <laughs> That's obviously rooting Steve, for himself. Steve beating, Steve beating Aaron in this final would be like Eli Manning beating Brady. Yeah. I, but I, like I said, like I don't – see- Like there's no way Duke should lose. Oh my God, no Harvey's not jinxing it. You said this. No this is not Brian and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, um, looking at the projections, it's a lot closer in projection than I thought it would be. Yeah, but yeah, but but Brian also like the thing about Brian's team. I feel was just one injuries and two it was just Brian. So I just feel terrible for the kid. I mean, if I was the kid, I'd literally. It's like he literally just donates two hundred dollars every year. Like he doesn't even. Like you know, I just feel bad. Like it's almost like I want to donate to a charity of his choice. It's getting that oh bad. God. Um, but the one thing I told Duke is he has, I think, one more year left with that team. I don't think it was a one and oh. done. No, I, think, I think he has one more year. I think if Brady comes back, which I, I think they could happen, and Stafford did announce that he's coming back again. And he still has all the skill guys. I think he can run it back. Dude, but the, the problem, but the problem, but the no, but the problem with Brady is Brady's not good anymore, and I really just don't think so. And I also think Stafford just sucks. And also, Stafford has a spinal injury. Like that cannot be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the thing with Brian's team is his skill players can just carry. Yeah, his See, the difference between Aaron and Brian's team is um, Aaron has the QBs too. Like Brian has nothing. Yeah, no, I, I see. I mean, obviously, Aaron has has Josh Allen. That that obviously plays in his favor. Dude, I wasn't even talking about Josh Allen. I was talking about Kirk Cousins. <sighs> yeah, I just want to say it to get you going. Yeah, you, you know what? You're gonna get me going because we don't have a script. We're just going, Hardy. We have no script or agenda. We're just going into this pure raw emotion. Dan, please, I, like, I was, t- I was talking to this yesterday with the guys. If you put Kyler Murray on the Minnesota Vikings, they get a lot better. If you put Kirk, no, Cousins they don't. On the Cardinals, they he's, do not he's hurt all the time. Better. Dude, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback in real life. Not fantasy. I'm fuck fantasy. In real life. I'm not talking about fantasy. Fantasy Kyler's better because he's a rushing upside, but real life, like, dude, Kyler's hurt all the time. Yeah, because you you know he has no line. He hasn't had a line ever since he's been on that Cardinals team. He has good weapons. I don't want to hear these no shoes. Okay, but he, he has the mobility to get outside the line, but he just somehow does does the value. He does. He runs really well. He runs well out of the pocket. He has to play hero ball three quarters of the time he's on the Cardinals. They usually always win late games because he has to fucking turn up because his team sucks. And he, I I just think Kyler's a better quarterback. And then don't get me started about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, if you – Dude, the, not Dak even – like I would, literally, I would literally take Kirk over – I would take Kirk over Dak 
right now. You watch do, you, like the one Viking do Dak, with the Jets. Do you have to? You also have to look at the line. Look at Dak's line. Incre- it was been incredible after Rodgers for his defense. Not this has year. Been, not this year. It's his been line. above average. It's been better than people thought. It's I been one the, year the though. The Vikings line is very good though. They have Bradbury. They have Darisaw. They have yeah. But players. I'm saying this year. But uh, but like look at it. Like he has Zeke and Pollard in the backfield to carry his ass. His defense is. Number like two uh, in the NFL. Hold on. You, you don't watch that guy throw and say, "Yeah, that guy's legit." Like he makes good he's, throws. He's I'm not saying he's not good. Guy. I'm just saying I I I think Kirk is better. They and guess what? Neither of them can win the big game, so it doesn't matter when that comes to that argument either. I just I personally like talent wise. Like you watch Kirk Cousins sometimes the overthrows he makes, you think the guy is absolutely retarded. Like I think Kyler just has more talent as a quarterback. Dude, watch Kyler. Kyler Murray literally runs like a pissed off toddler and gets nowhere. Well, I mean, that's his that's his physical traits, and he does get somewhere. You look at his rushing stats; he's legit. He's a good dual threat quarterback. I mean, your thing injuries, he gets hurt. Like, dude, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but, that, but that's the, but that's to play a factor, and you can't just be oh, he's a great quarterback who plays five games a year. Like, I I want a quarterback who plays five games. A year. He doesn't play five games. A year. He played what fourteen games, fifteen games before he got hurt because his fucking team can't block for him. I mean. I think less because they had a buy too. So I think he played like. If you well. put Kyler on the Vikings, Kyler is. I don't think he makes that team better. I really don't. I think he, he takes he takes away from Jefferson because he's just going to run. Kyler, Kyler takes away. Go to Jefferson. <laughs> he's not a good passer. Kyler's not a good passer. I don't think Kirk like, Cousins is a good passer. I think Kirk Cousins plays a lot of hero. Kirk Cousins, a, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is a better pass than Murray. In the pocket, he's a better passer. Way oh, better. I don't even call it. And on the run, Murray's not like okay. The best, the best, the best quarterback in the league, obviously, is Mahomes. Look at that guy when he's on the run. How he throws versus Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's just no, not. I, I would never that. compare Mahomes to Kyler Murray. That'd be no, 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 me neither. I'm saying, but throwing on the run though, like Murray's not as good as you think. Like, when you're throwing a D hop, like and like, and you have Justin Jefferson, like yeah, you, they're gonna make you better. Obviously. Yeah, but I, I think Kirk gets bailed out a lot more by his weapons than than um, Kyler does because Kyler wasn't playing with. Well, I, I agree with him. that. I agree with that. 100%. Like Kirk has, but I'm not. I'm not agreeing that the, like, the difference Thielen, is huge. He has Jefferson. TJ Osborne's not a terrible receiver. Then he has Dallas. Dude, he has Hollywood Brown. You have Connor out of the back. You have DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he didn't have Hopkins I mean, in the games. He was throwing to Greg Dorch for like half. the Well, season. that's also Hopkins' fault. I'm not blaming that. I'm. Like they, they I mean, the guy have, took steroids. I just think pure talent wise, I'm taking Kyler, I, and honestly, I'm taking Dak over Kirk. I think. Dak is a better pocket passer than Kirk. Better arm strength. Get out of here. Yes. 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 Dude, I'm... Dak has literally lost them games this year. Like, on the, his shoulders. They both lose big games. So, now we're just looking at pure raw talent. You look at Dak Prescott, that guy, when he's going and he's not, like, hurt, like, with his ankle shit, he's throwing fucking Christmas. <laughs> when he's not guy. hurt. I mean, right, let's get off this for a minute and then let's see what let's get off this and we'll come back to it. All right, all right, all right. And I'm gonna take up the whole time with this. Okay, well, we don't really have a script. We're kind of just going into it. All right, I, got, I got another thing for you, Dan. Can you explain to me your player valuations? How do you value guys? And because because we had this discussion today about like Zay, yeah, Jones. like Zay- so like Zay Jones, like Zay Jones. I I I said in the chat. I don't know if you saw because like Steve was texting too. I said if you want to put Zay Jones the late second, I said that's fine. I said I wouldn't pay the price for him just because that's just me. But I said that's I, I I didn't have any problem with the value. But the way I thought about it was like he's going to be twenty eight. Ridley's coming back. You have Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram to start playing a big part of it. Etn as well. So like you have like so many options. It's almost like Kansas City, right? Like you never know who the ball's going to. Kansas City. You just don't. Right. So, so like to me, that's that to me that's my thing. 
Like, if, but if you're going to trade that set late second, what are you expecting to get back in return? Like, what? Give me a player that you think is worth a late second that you'd be like, yeah, I'm pulling the trigger. Damian Pierce was a late second. No, he was an he early was third. third. He was an early third. Well, all right. Well, Damian. No, Pierce are you saying? Are you saying? Are you saying in college right now, Joe? Or are you saying like? No, no, like I'm, no. I'm saying someone were. Oh no, I'm saying know. right now with your 2023 late second, someone comes to you in the off season and's like, I'll give you so and so player for this late for your late second. Honestly, I can't even answer that question because one, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, like if you package like Zay Jones with someone, you can make that like into a first round pick too. Like I think like, yeah, like the potential is there for Zay Jones, but also at the same time, he's like twenty eight. Like because people like, like when you look at like different sports, like football is one of those that's different. Like your prime isn't as long as like baseball because you're getting just your body's going through stuff that no one, you know, like. Yeah, I think a wide receiver prime, you can get into 30s. We've seen guys in the 30s still play well, you know. Yeah, I know, but like Zay Jones is not exactly like. I'm just using Zay Jones as an example. Like, like to me, like I'll give you an example. Like Aaron Rodgers is doesn't have any value. Like I don't like. I just don't think he has any value. Though. I think you could pull a second rounder for Rodgers, late second, because he still has like. I barely, barely. I think Kamara might not even be worth a first anymore. To be honest with you, just because of the. I think he's gonna get replaced. Just like. I mean, the fact, like, you guys all make fun of me, but, like, the fact that you have that good of a weapon in the backfield and you just choose to run him up the middle for three yards is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, well, they like, lost – so they really lost all their play-calling genius, really. But Like, I mean, think about it, though. You have Kamara, someone as versatile as him, and you're just running it up the middle instead of, like, throw it to Mark Ingram. Like, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. It's almost like the Packers having Jones and Dylan and Rodgers audibling out and just throwing it. It's like, what are you doing? Like, run the ball. You know, something like that. What's are you saying that because you have him on your team? Or are you <laughs> saying that because you're just saying that? No, I'm saying that just because, like, look at all the games the Packers won, like Dylan, two rushing. You can't argue with me one. that, like, if they weren't on your team, you wouldn't really give a shit. Dylan's yeah. not. Beefcake. Well, Beefcake impact. Well, it's because he takes carries from Jones. What? What? Oh, no. Um, well, Beef is just my Beefcake. You, know, you, can't, you, can't, you can't. Come on. Yeah, That's beef, unfair. Beef. But I'm saying, like, but, like, to me, like Aaron Jones, to me is worth a first. I'd say, yeah, Aaron Jones is worth a first. Like I, I think, I, remember, I think, I remember you were like, CD Lamb is not worth two firsts, and like I offered, I offered you a first for Aaron Jones. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to give him up. I like him. I'm saying, but he is worth like a first. Like I'm, like I'm saying, I don't want to give him up. But I'm saying, if I was to value him, he'd be a first. I think Eckler, you could make the argument is still like, what worth players two on your team are you riding until they retire? Oh, Eckler, I think, yeah. I think Eckler and Beefcake. I mean. Like well, Trevor, you seem Trevor to Lawrence. think you're going to want Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, like Trevor Lawrence, to me, if someone came to me and said two or three first, I'd probably say three just because he's up and coming. He, he's realistically uh, worth three. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like three. And I think like if someone came to me for Amari Cooper, he's maybe worth a first. I don't even think he's worth that anymore just because Deshaun Watson's garbage. I would say well, I got I, value is DJ Moore. The same I guy. gotta I gotta mm-hmm. run. I'm I, I gotta run. I want to pose a, a, just a quick question. Yeah, go ahead, Artie. What's the uh, stance on on Russell Wilson? Is he done? Was it was it a bust of a year? Is he just? No, uh, I don't think he's it's done. It's a complete he's bust of a year. No, but I think a, he's a system quarterback. I think I he's think a system he, quarterback. The coaching change. I think Nathaniel Hackett is really incompetent as a player. Yeah, Hackett's Hackett needs to be fired. I thought he was going to be fired in season, to be honest. Like like um, I'll, like, I'll give you a scenario. If Sean Payton goes to the Broncos. I think that there's still some juice left for Russell Wilson to be legit, but that's like very specific. Yeah, also, I think he has a very specific like we expected that wide receiver core of Judy and Sun to be like over the top, 
Yeah, people are saying Albert O is going to be like a legitimate asset. Dude, Craig Dulcich. Staying st- st- on the Broncos for a minute, you know what I read today that actually kind of made me a little bit sad? It was in 2015, Demarius Thomas led the Broncos in receiving, and Ronnie Hillman led them in rushing yards and touchdowns, and they were both dead within seven yeah, years. Think about that. Yeah, the Ronnie like Hillman. How, like how gut-wrenching is that? Like that's just terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, that's crazy how – they were on that championship team in 2016, and then they're not even here anymore. It's just, it's nuts. The no, Ronnie Hillman team is kind of sad. Yeah, because he had cans. I mean, that's, and DT too. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's just terrible what's going on. But RIP to those two, you know. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't know. Like, going back to like the value of players, I think, I don't know. I mean, I told you I was wrong on Smith. Smith's a one. I would give a one for Smith. I told, I, I admitted that today. Um, So, like, I don't know if it's like super far off. I just don't like making trades. I think that's more of my problem. Like my value isn't like super far off. Isn't like I don't. No, know, I just I'm, don't I'm like to make the same trades. way in that. Like like these have been your players for the past two years. Maybe and... that's more what it is, Joe. I guess. I, I think you know. it's two different scenarios. I think with Duke, I think you can definitely run it back another year. But with like Dan, I I don't think you can necessarily run it back another year with your team because you're gonna lose Rodgers. Because I'm really yeah, but Jordan Love right looks now. pretty good. Jordan Love looked good. He looked good, but like what? He had five minutes of playing time. Yeah, but I mean, he's under you know good hands there, I think. And also, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a stud, and I have five running backs right now. I mean, Mixon still has trade value. I mean, I get the first one for Mixon, I think, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I you'd have to trade him immediately, dude. I think if you wait out the off season, I think the Bengals are going to draft someone. Yeah, yeah. So, the running back duo is great as it is. He, I'll tell you right now, outside of the one game Mixon absolutely blew up, he's statistically is not a good running back. Like he's definitely replaceable. Well, he's just always injured. He's also a lot of money. That's yeah. He's all, yeah. This is what he's, I'm yeah, saying. Like you know how Dan says wide receivers are a dime a dozen. That's going to shift in the off season. It's going to become running backs are a dime a dozen because you have an insane running back free agent class. Like Saquon. Well, now also you have a lot of committee. Sanders, you also have Pollard. it's committee now. That's the problem. A lot of committee. The other thing is um, you're going to super deep running back class. Like not just Bijan. Like there's like nine dudes that could step up and but actually. The one thing, but remember the one thing about running backs that we'll say coming in the NFL is one, their average lifetime is about two and a half years. And their biggest problem, like who knows, like Monty Ball and like some other running backs, like when they come, if they can't pick up a blitz, they don't play. Like yeah. that is a huge issue. And like, okay, so great. You have a running back for two and a half, three years. Like, what next? Like, I can, you know, like, remember Jamal Charles? Like, I lasted three years. Like, Aaron Foster, three years. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt Forte, like, had probably three productive years. You know, like, so I think it's a little, like, running back is just a hard position in general. Well, the other thing is the NFL is changing a lot. I really think there's going to be more oh, yeah. run-first offenses that aren't, that don't have elite quarterbacks. Because every team runs cover two now. Like, it, it's and, not, it's just not even feasible to have these – three, four receiver sets or two tight end sets and, and running all those guys out there. Like and teams are going to committee and just, and run the show. But like, look yeah. at the leaders. Like the you, see, you, see, you see the committee now with like a bunch of teams. I mean, all of them almost have three back that yeah. like, you know, there's probably only like four more workhorse running backs in the NFL that gets at least like 90% of the carries. Yeah. But what like I'm saying Saquon, is Saquon, Derrick Henry, Jacobs. Yeah, absolutely. The value of the running back is going to go up because there's going to be so many more running backs to committee together. I don't think there's going to be like – You mean a, it's going to go down? No, the value of the running back is – Oh, yeah, the value of the running back is – Yeah, going it's going down. down. Not up. I, think, yeah. I think the value uh, yeah. of the receiver is going up. I think the 
wide receivers are a dime a dozen. I think that's going to go away. I really think teams are going to shy away from three wide receiver sets. Focus more on two receiver sets, committee backs, more. And now you can just throw the back out in the field. Like, oh, we're a receiver now. Jacobs is wide receiver two on the Raiders. And he just, well, I mean, outside of Devonta, he's getting all the balls out of the backfield. I mean, like, look at Austin Eckler with that. I mean, that guy's nine receptions. That guy had 10 receptions a week. Yeah. I mean, I he's a running back. He's still, and he's still dead. dead. He's still and dead because he's sucks. <laughs> but I still don't get the DJ Moore slander. I really don't. I just don't think he's as elite as you say. I mean, that's just me. I like you don't watch the guy and say that guy's a good receiver. And, and I know. I'm, I'm okay, but there's a I difference think, between good and elite. Like, there's like a distinct line. Elite. All right. Elite is Tyreek Hill. Elite like, is Jamar Chase. Elite is Jeff. There's only a handful of them. Those guys are game changers. I think DJ Moore is a very good receiver. You know what you're going to get out of him production wise. It's not going to be absolutely insane, but it's mainly because of his whole situation and you just wait for his situation to improve and it could improve. Like Stefan Diggs was a 27 year old breakout, right? Cooper cup was a 27 year old breakout. Like it could happen. It just takes a quarterback. Right. But also like, look at the situation he's in and there's you, there's like no end to it. You know, like, you know what I mean? To keep I think, changing I quarterbacks. Think keep, I think there is an end. Like I think he could get to 27, 28, They've had. Like, I honestly think if Sam Darnold stayed in practice, like I think Darnold is not a bad quarterback. I really don't. Dan, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He's, I really he's don't. He's not good. He is he's not. He's not good. He's not good. But he's like, is Daniel Jones much better than him? I mean, let's be real. I, so. I yeah, much better. I don't think he's much. Better. Like not much better. Not, but he, like, he can do more with the ball. I think the Panthers well, yeah, are the thing is like Daniel Jones, like again, like as much um sometimes I hate the Giants. It's like they've been down in what six games this year and they've come back and won all of them. Sam yeah, but, then, but to me to me they're a fluke. To me they're a fraud. I like the Giants to me are I just agree. they definitely like, sold five and one. The, the Giants definitely sold towards the end of the year. But yeah, I mean yeah. right now they play the Niners in the first round of the playoffs if all stays set. But like dude, they if they play the Niners, it might be thirty five to nothing. I mean yeah. They're not the gonna, Dan, also the, but they also have a chance the, to play the Vikings as well. If they yeah, can, I wouldn't mind that. Hard. Primetime Kirk. Oof. But I think – and by the way, if Kirk Cousins can get to the Super Bowl this year, he's better than Dak. And that, just saying. All right, better than Dak. I still don't think he's better than Kyler. I think there's nah, – I'm never going to get it over on you. Kyler. I really think there is. I'm never getting it. I'm, ne- I'm never getting it around on you. I'm know. telling you because I I watch Kyler and I've seen Kirk. <laughs> it's dude, Kirk Kyler's just a better quarterback. I don't know what else to say. This is like this is like me uh, dying to DJ Moore Hill. I don't think DJ Moore is going to end up being elite. I mean, unless he gets a drastic quarterback change, but I don't think DJ Moore is shit. Like you guys think he's shit. I don't think he's no. Shit. I don't think he's shit. I don't think I don't think he's like. I think our misconception is like you are like talking him all the way up, and when we're, when we're like, no, he's not like that good. I think that's a misconception. Like, let's say like I say like LeBron's better than Jordan, right? I think people automatically think, well, you said Jordan sucks. No, I didn't say Jordan sucks. I, I just said LeBron was better. Like that's the thing with you and DJ more. Like you'll say, oh, he's this good, but I don't think he's that good. Oh, you think he's shit? Oh, like, no, I didn't no, say that. Like no, I don't wait, think he's bad. Started was on a pod. I, I mentioned I did like a player prop, and I was like, DJ Moore is he worth a late first? Like. From a non-DJ Moore owner, I don't think you would pay that just because of what you've seen. Like, yeah, he, he's put up 1,100 yards three years in a row, but, like, that's, like, basically his ceiling right now unless he gets a better quarterback. But as, like, an owner of DJ Moore, why would I sell him for less and then he fucking gets a quarterback and I regret that the rest of my life? Like, 
I if I'm gonna sell him, I want to get like a good offer. I don't think it's ridiculous for me to say late. Yeah, but, but you can what's sell a good, what's a good offer? Been wide receiver thirty-one though. Like you know, like that's like like that's a high. <laughs> wide receiver thirty-one. This season has been a crapshoot for the Panthers. Let's be real. But the other years where he's been legit, like he's a quarterback. Well, like Stephon Diggs was a quarterback away. Really, he was. And then once he got Allen, he's fucking elite. Same thing with Cooper Cup. Like Cooper Cup was good with Goff, but once he got Stafford. He had the, probably one of the greatest wide receiver seasons I've seen in a while. Like the slight chance that that could happen. Like Carolina was close to getting Deshaun. Like, Dude, but listen that? to this: He's, the last the last few years. So 2018, DJ Moore finished 40th. Then 22, 17, 18. Oh wait, wait. I think I'm reading the wrong one. Well, you read his rookie year. I mean, his rookie year was not great. But oh no, I was reading the standard league. I'm sorry. He <laughs> finished 39, 16, which was his best finish, and he had 23, 18, and 31. So, like, for me as a first-round pick, like, you got to be finishing better than 23-31 like, 18. Late for, like, who are you going to snag in the late first round? Like, all right, let's look at our late first round this year. That was what? Jahan Dot? No, Jahan Dotson was second round. Late first was the who? Was Pickens first or was he second round? No, second. Pickens was second. But, like, Christian Watson. Um, yeah, but know. those guys have promising futures on good teams. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, like, Christian, Christian Watson's future is definitely murky once Rodgers leaves. Because yeah, you don't even know what's going to happen with Love. That's like another I think guy. Love will be fine. Like Drake London's another guy that's like – I was arguing this with Steve. And he's like, oh, how are you cool? – like Drake London was – out of all these great receivers was the first one taken. Like the I remember also – you have to think like there was, there was like three games this year where Marcus Mariota didn't even throw it enough times to count like yards per attempt like in games. Like think but about how crazy to, that's happened. To that's not even quarter. The, like the thing is, that's not even quarterback play. That's when it comes on like coaching and stuff. It's just like the coaching staff just doesn't like to throw the football. Like yeah. look at Pitts, like Kyle Pitts. You can't blame Kyle Pitts for that. I mean, you can't well, blame for that. You can't blame DJ Moore for what he. But DJ Moore's quarterbacks throw more than twelve times a game. Like like he threw twelve times in the games. Like DJ that. Moore. That's how bad it was. DJ Moore's quarterbacks are comparable to what the Falcons had. Right? Like Mariota's comparable. No, I'm not saying it's like comparable, but I'm saying you, I know that the Falcons are the only team this year. I think in quite a few years that they have not even qualified for yards per like <laughs> yards per play on a passing play. Oh, there's been a couple only had games, games where he just he just did not like they didn't throw the ball period because they were just giving him McCaffrey all the time or they just wouldn't be on the field. Well, yeah, I mean to be fair, I'd be giving to McCaffrey too. I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it real values are very specific. Like I remember what earlier this offseason, you didn't want to trade Kamara for anything other than two firsts, and we were like, dude, you're actually retarded. But like that that's your valuation of the guy. Like that's where I think like well, that's but like also like look at the trades that have happened. Like 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 the trades that have happened this year, like you can't tell me people's values aren't fucked. Like 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 landing, like his value system, I don't get it. I don't understand it. The fact that he gave you like Jacobs and Waddle and all that for basically right, so the, Jacob, the Jacobs Waddle deal was honestly just a whole product of negotiation because originally he he wanted basically for me to trade rate myself and I think the original offer was something ridiculous like it, it included like Lamb and some other people I know I think it included like Lamb and Brees and I'm like I I, I don't want to do that. like it's just you have to get a back and forth and you have to get a feel of like. All right, I don't want to give up this guy. I'll give up this guy. He doesn't want to give up this guy. And then eventually, yeah, he, but I don't think any like trade rape trade I've done has ever been uh, instant. Here, you want this guy for this guy? Boom, yes. Like it is gone. You have to negotiate. No, I, no, no. I understand the negotiating part, but like people's values change on a dime. It seems 
Like, you know, like I, if, if that was me trading with Landon, I would going back and forth, back and forth. I would not have gotten that deal. I don't know if it's a, he hates me or personal vendetta, but I don't know. But no, it honestly depends on like where you are. It's like some people know where they are in the standings. It's like, no, no one to give his team away. It's like, obviously like my team went undefeated and shit. So some people don't want to give my team like more assets to get even better. Yeah. But I think like, if you're like, Noah, it's like, Noah's like, like willing to accept those trade assets and trade. Yeah, but let's say if you're like if you're, so rebuild, go to him. if you're rebuilding, if you're rebuilding, I 100 trade with you. Okay, I'm I, I have no shot to win. I'll give you all my good guys. You give me some picks, and boom, we're a perfect match. That's how I would think about it. I wouldn't think about it. I'm not giving like or like let's say if like Joe was like you know really good, and I was like really bad, and I had assets he wanted, and he had picks or whatever. I'd totally do that. Yeah. No, did Cayman negotiate with you with Jake with me? Mix? Like, did he? He I literally said, I'll give you a first for Mixon, and he was like, okay. Like, right there, like, if I'm – I'm not saying Cayman's dumb. If I'm a smart owner, knowing that you're a contender and you want Mixon, I might say also give me a second too. And, like, you'll probably – My my negotiation with Devontae Adams took some negotiation. You'll probably say no, and that's where the negotiation gets into the play. Like, I think just a straight-up one for Mixon's, like, fair, like, technical terms, but – you got to read the owner. You, like Duke said, you got to read the situation. Like if this guy's a fucking contender and he's coming to you for a stud, like you should try to get like assets for it. Like Diz, Diz wanted. Right. But also, but also there's a difference between, but you were a contender and he didn't give a shit. What? Got, no, I, nothing from you. I, was, I was two and three. I was still at the bottom of the leaderboards. Yeah. But your team like was just kind of hurt and kind of bowing around. But then he was like, Oh, but like, but okay, yet again, all right, your team's two and three, right? You have Herbert already, all that kind of stuff. But then in his mind, it's like, oh, let me give him Jacobs and Waddle too for Pierce. I didn't give him, listen, I didn't give him total shit for those guys. Like, yeah, I gave him guys that are not the same tier. Like, I Waddle's better than DK. Jacobs is better than Ramondre. But it's not like I, I gave him two guys that are absolutely not comparable whatsoever. Like, there's, no, I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying like, but I'm saying, like, what goes through? I'm not saying, like, you know, oh, you did the wrong thing. Cause I'm like, you know, you traded. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Like, whatever it happened. But like, I get, I like, I understand what you're saying. Oh, with the contender, I'll get more value. But at the same time, like, I'm not paying way over paying for players. Like, you know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'll give you two firsts for like Devonte Smith. Like, that'll never happen. Or you two would, so firsts you, for you wouldn't overpay if you were a contender and you knew that your window dep- for your team depends is a year. Depend depends for who. I guess. Let's say you want Devontae Smith as a flex because you're really shit on flex. And owner wants not only just a first, but a first and a second. You wouldn't just say, you know what, like I'm not going to – this fucking first and second is going to be useless for me. They're going to be late picks because I'm going to be in contention. I'm not just going to send it, or I'm. Or are you just going to hold those picks? I would do. I would do a first and a second, but I. But if he said two first, I'd be like, absolutely not. No, well, two first for any anyone that's not – in the in like the, a top five in position, then no. You, Other than quarterback, I'm going back to I think CD Lamb is worth two ones. That's just my personal opinion. I think the guy's proven it. But he's only good when Dak's healthy. You notice, like when yeah, when Cooper Rush was in there, he's at. That's with any elite wide receiver. I mean, D Hop has kind of fallen off since Kyler got hurt. Right. I think Lamb, I think Lamb is worth. Yeah, but like Tyree Kill is the only guy who really doesn't fall off. Like he made two a better. But he's the only guy who actually made Tua really, really good. Yeah, no. I mean, Tua just has to float the ball up. I mean, he's an all like, Someone, Someone like CD, like you talk about age. CD's 23. He's the alpha in that fucking team. 
he is a very talented receiver, can get open well. Like, that's 2-1. That Because there's going to be the shift of the running back position being the more dominant. So the receivers, like, they're – they're not going to be a dime a dozen. They're going to be pretty scarce if you want to get, like, an elite talent. Like, because once you lock down an elite wide receiver, you're set. Like, on your end, you're going to probably have to replace Lockett and Amari. They're not set it and forget it, guys, you know, for a long time. Dude, I think, I think honestly, Lockett is the most, like, consistent fantasy player. Like, he just is. He always <laughs> is. So, it's like – how and, he, and sometimes he scores 27, sometimes he scores 17, sometimes he gets 15. He, he scored six touchdowns in a row, like six games in a row. Dude, he's good. Like, he's I'm a good receiver. Either, but I'm saying like he's not long-term. Well, no, 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 of course not. Well, I should I'm kicking myself that I didn't take George Pickens last year. That's that That'll come to haunt me. I'm kicking myself that I didn't pick Damian Pierce. I think everyone's like, kicking themselves they didn't pick Damian Pierce. What? <laughs> But like again, I think it's also like it's also like all luck. Like you have like like theory in theory, yeah, he can pick some great guys. But also in theories, every single guy he picked could be a bust. Yeah, that's why I think playing through the draft is a crapshoot. That's like this morning, right? I was like, well, who are you going to take with that third or fourth rounder that Zay Jones you could potentially say is worth, right? Or like you look at our draft, like our draft class, like not many guys past the first round really hit. The hit rate is horrible. So it's like, do you want? Oh, to I think I think in the first that? round, it's not even that good, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I mean, this past class was shit, but I'm saying like past the first round, do you want to take the proven asset who you know what you're gonna get? It might not be elite numbers, but you know what you're gonna get, or you're gonna take the fucking mystery box who could turn into Jalen Rieger or it can turn into fucking Damian Pierce. Like you don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think there's some like fun, just like being a degenerate gambler is a gambler on your pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got less. Uh, oh, you want – yeah, you finish, you finish, yeah. No, no, you got it, you got it, Joe. I just said we got less than a minute. I mean, I think we should just make our cha- championship picks uh, for at least this week because I know it's a two-week chip. I'm saying first week of the chip, I think Harecki's going to beat Duke. I think that it's going to line up. I think the Bills-Bears game is going to be interesting. I was arguing that Allen can still be fine in the snow, but Steve wins week one. All right, well, I think uh... – I think week one's going to go to uh, Mr. Dookie over here. All right. Dookie, we'll have to wait and see. Um, definitely sucks that I don't have Coop, but um, I don't know. Projections are close. Definitely a toss-up. Um, I don't know. Just trying to back myself. Let's see. Chump Pot episode nine. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen.